Yo, 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 it's your boy Coach Bud. We're on another episode of Shot Clock Podcast. And I got a very special guest tonight. I got the walking bucket himself, BJ Jenkins. What's up, baby? How Appreciate you, you coming you in with me, man. No doubt, no doubt. All right, so let's get started, man. Let's go. So let's start, let's start being a freshman coming into Green Run High School, right? Obviously, at that time, Green Run hadn't been too successful, right? Mm-hmm. So, what are your expectations going in, and, and are you expecting to be a starting and, and becoming what you have become, or are you just thinking, all right, I just want to get in where I fit in? Um, I think for you, well, actually, I'm from Lake Edwards, so I was from Bayside. Okay. So, that's even how I know TJ. You play my middle school team. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, when I, my, we moved across town to Green Run, um, nobody wants to go to Green Run. It's like, uh, I'm telling everybody I'm going there. They're like, why are you going there or something? So I remember um, freshman year, I, I was going in there trying to be varsity. And we would have open gyms and stuff, and I was doing my thing. But Coach Young, he had this thing where he was real old school at the time. Um, he didn't like ninth or 10th graders on varsity. You know okay. what I mean? And then we had we was going, nobody wanted to coach us, so it was going left and right. So when I get in there, I'm ready for whatever. So, But he ended up putting me on JV, so I, I do that for a little bit. I ended up getting called up um, the last couple games of the season. First game against Cox, I had 19. Okay. And he's like, oh, he could play. So I just, I just knew I had to stay ready. I was always the type of stay ready, work hard. I try not to get into too much other stuff. Just stay focused on what I'm trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So, obviously, that year goes by. We move on. Now you're a sophomore. And pretty much now it's, it's your team. Mm-hmm. All right? Uh, you would say that. And at that time, y'all had what? It was Terry. Who, who else was on that team? Um... On my sophomore team? Yeah. Terry wasn't up there. It was me, Hitman, Alan Gladden, Remo. Um, okay, I played with Alan Gladden yeah, in middle school. Nimrod, yeah. Camille. Camille was a young, though. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was, we had a... Actually, sophomore year, going into sophomore... We we actually lost the PA. So, we had won the last couple games when I got called up. So, we go to the locker room at the end of the PA game. It's the district. We playing for eighth place. Okay. Um, Brandon Adair, shout out Brandon Adair. He's doing his NBA ref thing now. He was tough too. Um, Wesley, right? Yeah. Um, and we lose. And in the locker room, everybody, everybody, you know, and coach, like, anybody got something to say? So I look around. I'm the youngest in there. I look around. Nobody say nothing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, nah, I don't come from this. I raised my hand. I was like, we ain't going to be like this next year, coach. And everybody was like, man, shut up, man. You know, the yeah, old head, yeah. like, shut up. Yeah, but that's when, dude, I, that's, yeah. that's when I was born, though. Like, that's when gotcha. I was like, and that summer, I remember I turned down parties. I'm going to Mount Trashmore. Um, girls want to chill with me. You got rebound. Like, gotcha. I'm trying to, I got I got stuff to do. Like, I was that serious about it. So, and that's when I, sophomore year was when I became BJ Jenkins. Okay. So, <laughs> the, the, the dog mentality, because mm-hmm. that, that, that's what I would, you know, say, you know what I'm saying? Like, you had a killer instinct. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, if I got to go get 50 tonight. I'm going to try to go get 50. So, you guys start to be successful. And now you're one of the top schools in the beach. So, at that time, who who else were some of the contenders and you know that you were playing against? And you know, Well, when I was in high school, my 10th grade year, the beach district was crazy. Everybody, Kellum, Salem, Cox, Lansdowne, everybody. You got Stan, you got Donnie, you got um, Mike Anderson, Tori. You got Everybody's all these dudes. There. Yeah, you got... We... we Daryl Monroe, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So you have you have all these these elite talents. You know what I'm saying. And I think playing in that at a young age, playing against them is what what helped me. But all my life, it's crazy because like I never 
Like I had to use like uh, I know I could be a walking bucket, go get fifty, but I was always actually too unselfish. You know what I'm saying? I come from. I I remember one time we played PA had like nineteen in the first quarter, and then I didn't shoot the ball the rest of the game because I wanted my teammates to eat. Okay. But you know, um, I try to tell the kids now. Now I do camp drinks and I train, so I try to take some of the things I did or learned and give it to them. So in a situation like that, I wish I was more aggressive. Because it wouldn't have been selfish. It would have been with help the team, you know what I'm saying? And I look back at that. But, you know, learning experiences. But it's cool. Okay, okay. And speaking on what you just said, let's go there. All right. Because, you know, digging back and just looking at some of the stats and, and through your career, it, it seemed like you always hit every slot. Like, so plenty of rebounds, plenty of assists. Mm -hmm. Still, like, I look at steals. I mean, you wanted the top. You know, in the in the country when you're in college mm -hmm. and everything like that. So, what where did that come from? Like, you know, what I'm saying where you just felt like you had to affect the game in every aspect. Nobody gave me nothing. They still haven't given me nothing ever. I don't get props. Never got props. Never got favoritism treatment. So I had to go get it. So we can say you the Dame Lillard of the beach. Um, I can't be Dame Lillard. He's super. He's super super. But I be. But I, but I'm saying kind of yeah. kind of the way the way he don't he still don't get his just due a lot of times. As he should. As he should. But then you know also, I mean? too, you don't see him on the gram in the gym working on his game. He's doing what he's supposed to do over here. It's not for show. And I was more of that. So, you know, I never got caught in the hype. I never got the the love. Even I had the quadruple doubles. And even that, that's questionable. But it's because dudes know me. But I to be you. honest, to be honest. The so, dude, yeah, what do, you, what do you say to that? Not to cut you off. What do you say to that? Because, you know, I had even said it on the show. Like, you know, because I didn't see your senior year. Yeah. I wasn't here. But I will always hear that a lot of those numbers were mm -hmm. kind of, you know, hyped it's, up. It's always going to be like that. Like I said, I never got. If it was Stan, it okay. would have been like, oh, if it was. It would Okay. Because I, but I just never was that. I never, for some reason, I don't know. But it's just my life, and I'm cool with that. Could it, but, could it be that you too humble? Uh, I, I, I don't want to say too humble because, I mean, I feel like none of us are better than nobody. But in a sense of competition, I think I was. And like I said, that's where sometimes I didn't just really kill. But I come from humble beginnings. And I was okay. always, a, I was, it's crazy. I used to have these, they used to call me selfish and all this stuff. And I was like, I'm the most unselfish. I was really with my team. I wanted everybody to eat and do their thing type stuff. So, you know, I don't know. The, the quadruple doubles, man, it's hard, to, it's hard to hear that and believe it. It's like. Yeah, but, and I didn't expect because it, it was back to back, right? Yeah, my last two high school Cause, games. Because hold on, because wasn't one of them the uh, the brawl, the who, the with, with Green Run in last town? Nah, 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 hell nah. Okay, somebody, some I had heard somewhere that I don't even, I never, <laughs> I never the, finished the game against Lansdowne. Every game it was like. So what happened from, with that game? Um, P and Joe got into it, and then you know. Just competitive talking. I know both. Pete, my man, Joe, yeah, yeah, Joe course, my little man. So I'm like, I turn around like, Pete, chill. I turn to Joe like, yo, chill. I turn back around the whole crowd on the court. Okay. Ready to rumble. Yeah. So now I'm like, all right, shit. Took, untuck my jersey. Like, yeah, whatever yeah. going to happen, going to happen. Gonna happen but yeah. we definitely was outnumbered and stuff. But, you know. It, it was Bayside, though. Like I said, I'm from Lake Edward. So they're my homies. I'm always you. but oh, like I was saying about the, the quadruple doubles. Okay, so everybody say what they say, but a real fact, and anybody who's a part of that Green Run program could clarify this, the person who was taking my stats hated me. Okay. 
He wanted to, we almost fought numerous. He didn't like me. He didn't, I'm not even going to say his name because I, I ain't with the bad energy or anything like that because it's not. I got you. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he didn't even like me. So he definitely wouldn't have padded my stats. But see, then also, you know, steals and things. I had Hitman. Right, so sometimes I could let a defender go by because I know Hitman gonna block it, or they're gonna see Hitman jump and then they're gonna pass it. I'm there. That's a steal. It was like I was. It started becoming like clockwork with me and him. We from both from Lake Edward since kids. We grew up together, so we on the same page. So a lot of things like steals that sound crazy, but I'm a lot of them passing lanes. You know what I'm saying? People you. getting nervous. I'm rotating, but I'm like I said, I'm underdog, so I can't. I can't chill. I'm always trying to make it happen, and then I didn't even know it happened till the next day. But you know, that's old anyway. It's, it still should be celebrated. I mean, yeah, it's, for sure. Nobody has ever done that in the state of Virginia history. Went back to back with a quadruple double. So it's, that's it, jinx, baby. Yeah. <laughs> right, so that's that's celebrate. So when you finish at Green Run, right? Yeah. You the all time leading scorer. Mm-hmm. Has that record been clipped now, or are you still the all time leading scorer? Nah, I'm still all time. The closest one was AJ. Okay. And RP to RIP, him, man. Yeah. That's my dog. He he's like I said, I do camp jinx. I start training. Um, young kids, eight, eight years old, the NBA, I got NBA clients, all type of stuff. AJ was one of my guys, J. Coop. I try to give back to the youth for real and give them what I needed because I did need a little bit more. I did need a little bit more guidance, a little bit more factual information, guided information that would have helped me. I had to kind of figure a lot of things out because a lot of the people in my life were figuring it out too as they were going yeah, from the coaching. And, I, and now that I'm grown, I truly understand that. You know what I'm saying? You, they're trying to figure out what to do. They never been a coach. They don't know how to recruit and go. They don't know. They trying to figure it out. So, I mean, much love to everybody who was a part of my life, man. I'm very happy with my basketball career. Like, I'm, I don't, I don't regret nothing. I, it was fun. It was definitely the relationships is the thing that I miss the most and the thing I cherish the most. You know, the experiences. You know. Okay, so, so the thirteen fifty seven points. 506 rebounds, 511 assists, 383 steals. Three times first team all beach, three times all tidewater, all region, mm-hmm. and all state. Nah, I didn't make all state. You didn't make all we state. Did, we didn't make all state. We lost to we lost to No, no, I'm talking about you as an individual. You can't do it unless you make all state. Okay. So, we lost to uh Stefan Welsh and Calvin Baker with side team. And we lo- we lost at the end. That was the we would have went to states after okay. them. They ended up winning the whole thing. Shout that out was, so home. that was the year that they beat Lansdowne. Yeah. So they they beat y'all and then they yeah. played Lansdowne. Yeah. Okay. And we Marcus, our big man, he didn't come to school that day. And Coach Young didn't he, let him play. He for real. He and and looking we like at the time I'm like how you gonna do that? But now growing up, I talk you to understand. Coach Young all the time. That's my dog. Looking at it, that's a real life lesson, yo. This yeah. Don't matter what this is. It's like you didn't come to school, so you let everybody down. You're not playing. And yeah. and and I think. That was the best coaching he could have ever done. Coaches out there, man, that's you know jewels right there. That's nice. Like, you sure. know what I'm saying? Shout out Coach Young, man. Yeah, never sacrifice discipline, man. So, now it's time to move on and make a, a college decision. Yeah. So, let's let's go through that process. Again, man, underdog. You say <laughs> okay. you're saying all this, right? Like, I got Wake Forest on me. Um, Coach Jeff Battle. And I got Indiana, and then Mike Davis get fired, and then Purdue they come, they want me to cut my hair. I'm like, I don't what? Know. Yeah. What was that about? I don't know. You know, like now the kids have more freedom. Yeah. Back. You know, so, so they really asked you like, are yeah, you he was like, he's like, our guards, we don't have hair. Like you can't. So, I mean, I ain't gonna say the coach name. Either, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I respect it. That's your philosophy. Yeah. I'm coming in your dictatorship and trying to be part of it. So mm-hmm. I, I ain't. So then I had um. 
So yeah, all that type of stuff falling through. I'm not certain. I don't know. So anyway, I meet this guy named Russell Branch and he asked me some schools and he's like, Yo, I'm gonna try to help you, man. And he really he did all he can, especially at late. He ended up reaching out to uh, Lecture Sherrod at um, Liberty. And, and and Lex used to coach at UVA. So he was pretty familiar with me just in general. And he came and watched me play Ocean Lakes. They offered me on the spot. And I was like, I'm not going to Liberty. Because I, like I said, I had all this. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but then last minute, I'm like, shit, I ain't got nothing. I got to go to Liberty. But going to Liberty was like the best thing in my life, for real. Like, it's, why, why would you say that? Just, the, just my people that I met. Um, the experience, it definitely was a culture shock. Mm-hmm. You know, and I got to see another aspect of life, another aspect of people and where they come from and just the way their thought process work. You know what I'm saying? It's a, it was different, right? And it and it had to be disciplined. Yeah, I, I've been up there before. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. don't, don't, don't get me wrong. Liberty might have one of the top 20 campuses in the world. Like, it's crazy. But it's they at the yeah. time, they had crazy rules and stuff and all that. But I ended up meeting my dogs for life, man. Shout out everybody that I rock with, man. We real brotherhood because we had to team up together and rock. You know what I'm saying, and it that that taught me life lessons going there, and propelled me in the direction I needed to go. Okay, so you said all that that you meet all these people that you needed to know, and you were successful. I mean, you averaged what ten and four. Yeah. So, what made you say, "All right, it's time for me to go and and move along and and start another chapter in my life"? Um, I think it just was time. It wasn't really for me. That place wasn't really for me. Um, not putting it down or anything. It's just I'll come from something totally different. And, um, yeah, I just was ready for a fresh start. You know, I had a new coach. And then I knew I knew Coach McKay was going to leave eventually. He was, like, one of the most official coaches I ever had in my life. Like, he's official. He do he do it the best you can do it. And then he ended up going to UVA before I left, though. Okay. But, you know, then, like, um, yeah, I went in the um, – we, one time we lost or something, and – I don't know, he was mad, and he started saying, well, when so-and-so get here, and so-and-so get here, and I was like, oh, okay, I see. What, I see. I'm not I'm not taking it personal. I'm not mad. I'm like, oh, okay, I see. That's when Seth was coming, because actually, that's how I know Seth, and Seth Curry, because I hosted him on his visit to Liberty. Okay. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? So, Seth was coming. Um, not saying I left because of Seth, but Johnny Stephine, handle life. He do the, he trained uh, Damon Lillard, all the NBA guys. Um, it was a lot of guys he was bringing in, but remember, he wasn't. He wasn't my coach. Okay. So yeah, I was about to um Yeah, we had we had coach running to bring in his players. Like he didn't recruit me. I also understand how that worked. You know, he so he had his guys he was recruiting or that he was that was coming from with him from where he was coming from. He I think he was coming from New Mexico. Okay. At the time. They just went to the tournament. You know, so he's official, he's doing his thing. So, you know what I mean? Shout out to Richie though, that's my dog. He showed me love while I was there, you know what I'm saying? But I just I just it was time to go. And when I when I left I didn't. I actually was going to transfer to George Mason. Daryl Monroe was there. We had played them. I had scored like 22 on them or something. Coach Larinaga is official. It's close to the crib, not too far, D.C. right there. Yeah. So they just went to the Final Four. It's official program. So I go on a on official there, and I'm, I'm trying to see what's up. And they like, yeah, man, as long as you do this. You know, they showing me where I'm going to stay at. We talking about Daryl, all type of stuff, 7-5. Yeah. He like, yeah, we're going to get back to you this week. You know what I mean, definitely, definitely thinking about making that move. I was I was at that Seven Eleven by Booker T. I mean by Nova State. By Nova State, okay. I walked out. I seen Coach L call me. So what's up, Coach? He like what's up, BJ? How you doing? Like I'm good, man. He like yeah, we gonna go with a big man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Damn. I'm like, oh, all right. So I hang the phone up. Like, I'm cool on the phone. But when I hang that phone up, I'm like, oh, shit. I ain't got nothing. I had already trained. I ain't, it's late. I ain't got nothing. Yeah. But, you know, like, I'm a true believer. Everything happened how it's supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Keep your mind on the goal. The universe align it for you. Out of nowhere, Coach Kennedy called me from Murray State. He like, yeah, I'm the head coach. We got two guards. They going in their senior year. You going to come in and start off rip. You ain't got to worry about nothing. I'm the head coach. I like what you do. I like your da-da-da. I'm like, I never even heard of Murray State. I go on the visit. I see all the banners. I'm like, oh, like the 20, 20th winning school in D1. Right? So I'm like, oh, this this super official. You know what I'm saying? Then just met the guys. We teamed up. And we ended up going to the tournament. Uh, knocking on Vanderbilt at the buzzer. Some how, real, how how was that experience? Man, man the tournament is the best thing about basketball. Like even professional, even when I was in the G League overseas. All right, so let's let's lay it out. You you get off the plane, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So for an athlete that or somebody out there that that don't know this experience or don't know nobody that 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 has experiences. Walk us through, you know, what what is what that week is like or those days are like. You know. Man, before you even get on the plane, though, it's crazy because it's, it's everything changed. Because now you, you're chartering the plane with the fans and the boosters and everybody going together. We was going to Cali, so we had the big. But the week up to it, you watching the, the selection show, you know, okay. the, the hoopla, the buzz is getting crazy. You feel it. You can you can feel it get you hyped. Yeah, Start realizing, like, oh, this is for real. We did it. We here now, but now we got to go to another level. You know, and then you had that, at that time, Barack Obama had picked us over Vanderbilt, and everybody like, oh my really? God. Really? But we thought we was going to win the championship. We didn't care about Vanderbilt. We knew he was going to beat them. That, they regular, right? Gotcha. Shout out to them. No. <laughs> they had they had John Jenkins. He went to the league. They had uh, Taylor, super athletic. The big man went overseas. So they was a they was a mob, but we just were, man, we, that was the first defensive team I really played on. So, like. Forget offense. We playing defense 94 feet the whole game. So, off rip, we think we can mess with anybody. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, then you hop on a plane. You go. You get there. And it's just different. You got the you got the police escorts, CBS, ESPN, everywhere trying to interview you. I end up cutting my finger in the district championship, cutting the net. I had split it. I had to get staples. Like, going into the tournament, the ESPN guy that was, you know, he got the camera. And then the one guy carried the cords because the cords so long. The cord had knocked the... The ladder a little bit, and when I was cutting, I cut my fingers. Damn, like every, we just celebrating. I'm just bleeding, right? Didn't matter. But yeah, so then, but I mean, and that I end up taking them out, taping it up, and we was ready to go. And you get extra per diem. You stay in even better stuff. Like, you know, what I mean, that's why I tell kids all the time, like whatever you want, if you just put it all into the game. Like it'll reward you. Yeah, the game will yeah, I mean, don't don't get caught chasing girls and stuff, man. Don't get caught getting sidetracked, man. Like you want girls, the game will bring you girls if you want it. You want money, the game will bring you money. You want great food experiences, it'll do it. You want uh, relationships, it'll do it. Like it will bring you literally anything you want if you stay focused. You know what I'm saying? But we get so so sidetracked sometimes. We get caught up in he say, she say opinions. What we do, we get hard on ourselves instead of just keep going. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. But yeah, that was a great experience, man. I wish I could do it again. All <laughs> right, so, so you experienced the NCAA tournament. So obviously you, you, you want you want conference tournaments. So, you know, to say your college career, you had a hell of a career. I mean, you finished with 1196 points. And then once again, you, you filled the stats up with 392 rebounds, 362 assists, and 183 steals. So... Solid performance. First team all conference one, second team all conference uh, another year. Newcomer of the year. Yep. Hell of a career. Yeah. 
now, now it's time to come out of college, mm-hmm. right? So what are you thinking? Again, another one. <laughs> lockout. It's just I can't. It's always something with drinks. Like, but I gotta overcome it. So this is the lockout year. It's lockout year. I gotta overcome it. All right. So, so, so do you go to the G League first, or G you go to C's first? Yeah, I go to G League. So I skipped the whole tryout process and all that. They already in season, but like because of the lockout, it's changing the rules with the summer league and the draft and what they're doing. So the G League, when I was there, it was some big names in there for real. Like it was like like even Gerald Green. That was the first time I seen him in person. He was yeah, he I'm funny. Seeing the pros, you don't gotta want, you can do what you want. So I'm sitting there at half court watching him warm up, watching him dunk. Like it's a dunk cause I'm like wow, that's crazy. I'm about to get buckets, but wow, it's just crazy. Yeah, like, got you. You know what I'm saying? It really was like, oh, this is a different level. So, But then I realized they can't, in the pro level, you can't have help defense because it's three seconds, defense in three seconds. So now you got to check me one-on-one. I don't think nobody can check me one-on-one. Yeah. So it, it was kind of easier, believe it or not. I mean, I come in, I think I had like 25 first game, 20 second game, 20-some third game, and then Jeremy Lin come. Nah, Mike, Mike James come. I don't know if you're familiar with Mike James. He's an NBA vet, like 10-year career. Mm-hmm. He comes, so how the G League work, if they was an NBA player and they're trying to make a comeback or anything, they're going to come to the right. G League and they're, they're already, they're still an NBA guy. So it, whatever's going on, they're pushing it to the side. For, so Mike James do his thing, so I wasn't really playing, so my stats was going down. And then um, he left, he got called up to Chicago. I'm back, do my thing again. Jeremy Lin come down. I mean, this one, Lin Sanity had Lin Sanity, dog. You know what I'm saying? Right, and what's crazy is, like, Jeremy Lin, like, I used to joke with him in practice. I'm like, bro, this ain't the garden, bro. This is different. He like, yeah, bro, I don't get no playtime in the garden either, right? And he because they was really gonna release him, like he was done, and then everybody got hurt. The whole and he comes up and he does his thing. He's going crazy. Shout out Jeremy Lin. He's nice too. He's like really nice. You know what I'm saying? But you that's bust his ass, huh? You bust his I mean, ass. I mean, I didn't give him buckets. I I didn't give my James, but I didn't give everybody buckets. Yeah, yeah. I didn't give Stan buckets. Oh, I didn't I, gave up. Oh, but these are like yeah. Stanley Stanley though. Is the hardest person I ever checked in my life. Every level. Why? Why was it so hard to defend? Uh, he's so shifty. Like everybody think of his handles. It's not really his handles. He can handle, but he's so shifty. He, move, he yeah. like lean. How he walk anyway? He got like his arches uh, back. Lane, yep. Yeah, yeah. his posture. So his it's so shaky. You don't know what to do. And then he has like counters. So like if you go, if he does it, and he sees if you reach for it, and if you reach, he counters. It's so quick. You're dead. Or if you don't reach, he just goes. You and know he, what I'm saying? And he can pull it. So, yeah, he, he, he come to Champ Jim. I be training him in the summertime. Right, shout right. out shout out Stan, man. He just won the championship in the Philippines. Real Stan beach Pringle, legend. My dog. Real Lance beach town. legend. Real legend. You know you got to come sit up here when you get back. For sure, man. All right, so. So, like, okay, so so now that happens. The Linsanity happens. So, what happens the next year for the G League? So, now after that, I go to um, Australia. Okay. Um, no, actually, I mean, actually, it was some new league that was about to start, and the agent I had at the time sends me to this, man. When he sends me, we in Miami, we in the trenches. Like, I'm like, hold up. <laughs> it's some different. It's, it's Crip dudes over yeah, here. Yeah, they they looking Miami. at us like, what y'all doing? I'm, I mean, like I said, I'm from Lake Edwards. I already knew what time it was. I walked straight up to them. Like, look, yo, we over here for some basketball. I don't know. I don't know what y'all got going on. We ain't trying to fuck with y'all got. We, they moved us here, bro. We just, yeah. but it was like a real colder sack, and it was like they little shit, so. Off rip, I could tell that was not going to be a good experience. You know what I'm saying? So gotcha. after that, I told my agent, like, nah. So then he sent me, we got, I got out of there and went to Australia. And I went to Tasmania, man. Shout out Northwest Tasmania Thunder, man. My peoples, for real. So, all right. Culturally, though, how was that experience? 
you know, playing overseas, traveling, and, you know, just yeah. learning all these different cultures and these customs, like, what did that do for you? And obviously, I know what it helped you with, you know, with your second yeah. second career, you know what I'm saying, with, with the music, so we'll get into that, but how was that culturally done? Um, Australia, dope. Like, it's really like America. Actually, it's like, so playing, like, so overseas can get tricky, because sometimes you need a translator, depending on the language barrier, sometimes the food be, but like... Australia was very similar to America. They just had the accent. You know what I'm saying? Australia, I think, is ran by England, the, the the Queen of England. They celebrate the Queen's birthday type stuff. So it's like its own little thing, but it's very uh, similar to England. That's why they even had those same accents. It's crazy because they're not even close to each other. Yeah, that, yeah you know what I'm saying? Sweet. So um, colonization. Boy. Yeah, just learning, just learning new things. Though getting a seat. So where I was at in Tasmania was like it was an island. We was it's it's Hobart and then it's Overstone where we was at. Our part is more like an island. It's more um field. It's more spaced out. Hobart is like the turn up spot, and then the city Sydney is like L A. Melbourne is like New York. Um, Brisbane is like Miami. Like for real though, like the waters of same blue condos, all that. So it was like a dope experience. I met one of my my brothers forever, man, Tyrone. Um, he was from Detroit, so me and him was just mobbing and figuring it out together. You know, what I'm saying it was a great experience. I was gonna go back, and then my father. That's when. That's when I retired, basically, cause yeah, my um, um, my grandma died. I mean, and I was supposed to go back to Australia, so I, so then a couple weeks go by, and my agent gave me something else, and I'm supposed to go there, and then my aunt died, and then, so I don't go to that, and then a month later, my dad died. I'm like, oh. Oh yeah, I don't even care about this no more. Yeah, like I ain't even. Don't mean the same no more. Yeah, like it ain't even. So I, I'm kind of like mentally messed up. I'm really mentally strong, bro. Like I'm, but I was at that point. I was some different person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like and I, and um, and yeah. But looking back at it though, man, that's what helped me turn this to me right now. Like I'm like different. I mean, I understand it. I understand life. I understand no one ever really dies. I understand emotion, I understand the mind, how to control it, what you put in it, what it manifests. You know what I'm saying? I understand, like, I, I don't, I read this book called The Four Agreements. Mm-hmm. Um, be impeccable with your word, like, only speak life and love and light into people. Um, keep your word. That's why I told you about being on time. I was yep. serious yeah, about that. I'm not, I don't want yep. to tell somebody I'm going to do something and then be late. Bro, you want to be, be you surprised feel with these things. But people don't understand yeah. that. Don't assume anything, don't take anything personal, and always do your best. Those are the four agreements. So once I start training my mind to think that way, it, it, it really gave me a different perspective, man. It helped me grow tremendously. Mm-hmm. So that happens and obviously you retire like you said. So what is what is the music career coming play at? Like I had you always been rapping? That's the crazy part. I was about to get signed in eighth grade. I was me and the dude Marvin. We went to Atlanta New World Entertainment. It was a small label. It was gonna sign us. We had went up there for two weeks, recorded all this stuff. But my heart wanted it. I don't do nothing. My heart's not in. I gotta want it. Like, cause that's people don't understand how when I when I'm in go mode, they don't realize like I'm really in go mode. I don't want no excuses. I don't make excuses, so I don't want you to make excuses. And if you're gonna be around, we gotta do this a certain way. You know what I'm saying? But um. What you asking? <laughs> no, I had asked you about uh, the music. How, how the music? Did you, oh yeah. You so, know, so did you always rap? And then you said yeah. So I grade. was always yeah. So we was about to get signed, but my heart wasn't in. 
So I wanted to play basketball. So I came back and played basketball. That's that's why I met TJ because he was on that the Bayside Middle team. But I was really gonna stay in Atlanta and not come back. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Do the music. So then throughout the years, I would always rap. Like even in the free throw line. I mean the layup lines. Me and my dog Eric Basic. Shout out Basic. He do the music thing. But we used to always be rapping. So um, I was in a group called the Three Finest back in the day. We had the tapes and I still got this stuff. Like fifth grade talking crazy. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't my passion. Versus now, I really have something to say. Like, I done did everything. Like, you know, I don't have to wear Gucci every video. I done, we done did that. That's, mm. that's, I don't have to wear, I don't have to do certain things everybody doing. Or even, like, the money. The money don't move me how it probably would have back then. Because I understand it's not even real. It's just energy. You know what I'm saying? And if I, if I vibrate, change my frequency, change my energy vibrate at a higher frequency then I'm gonna naturally attract money. I'm gonna naturally attract all the things I want. You right. So but back then I probably would have did things for money. And when you do that, that's when you run into error every time. You're moving in emotion, you're doing it for the wrong reason. So yeah man, now we here man. Fifth dimension. You know what I'm saying? I got a movement, fifth dimension music group, fifth dimension film. Yeah, because I've been uh I've been locking into to a lot of your music and I, and I definitely a lot of lyrical content, you know what I'm saying, that I, I, I like that. That's my type of music. So, personally, when you play, who are you listening to? Hov, Meek, um, DMX, Beanie Siegel, Clips. Siegel's in my top five, too. Um, niggas is talking about something. You know what I mean? Like, the, the music raised me. So, when I make music, I make sure I have to say something that if it's a little me out there, it can help raise them. Some guidance, just mm -hmm. the way it moved. But now it's, it's so, it's different. Somebody else controlling this. It's like how they always said, you can you can raise a kid off Jadakiss bars. Fact. Even who? You can, yeah. A lot yeah. of DMX. Yeah, facts. You feel me? Slip, yeah, a lot of Stay that, strong, man. DMX. Facts. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, but what's crazy is when I hoop, though, I never listen to rap. Well, always listen to R&B. I'm going to pull up with Confessions playing in my headphones so I'm calm, <laughs> calm and drop okay. 40. You know what I'm saying? Because now so all the talking, on, so hold on, hold all on, the talking don't matter because I'm in a different, like, the mind, man, it's real, for real. So like, he was out here giving you dudes 30 and 40. Listening to my own I think he was listening to uh, Super Lab. What was it? Confessions. Superstar. Superstar. That's my favorite jump. <laughs> That's that's, a that's my favorite that's jump. The, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, I would I would yeah. listen to that on repeat with the with this uh, intro. You know how he called and, he, mm -hmm. and they... And then it go, I would listen to that over and over. It's crazy you said that. Especially when I was playing with Boo Williams. That summer, I would rock that crazy. Every That same song, I would lock in and I would just go crazy, man. Keep me calm. That's your confession. <laughs> I'm different, man. <laughs> Jinx it. Let's go. All right. So, let's get into a little bit of fun stuff now, right? Talked about a lot of guys, a lot of teams you played. We're going to get into the five best that you had to, you know, play against. Let's just say during your era, give me the five. It, they could be a power forward, center, guard. Give me the five best basketball players. You don't gotta give me a from order. seven five. Yeah, let's just let's do seven five seven. Um. Oh, we can do the state. We can do the state. I never even played. I never John older than me. Okay. But, yeah. But whenever you talking top five, if a nigga come up here and say don't say John, he's lying or whatever. Because John is the one who did all this for us. He's the one. So yep. I'm I'm big on that paying respect and keeping it G. So I, John always gonna be on the list number one. Okay. Um, I say Daryl Monroe. 
he's still playing now. Um, definitely Stan. This is no order, by the way. Definitely Stanley, Stanley Pringle, Daryl Monroe, John Gilchrist, uh, Stefan Welsh. Really rock with Steph, man. Especially what he's doing with these kids right now, too. Shout out Steph, man. Yeah, he's coaching, right? Yeah, he do his thing with that. Um, what's one more? Man, it's so many, bro. I know it's hard. I know I, I like putting people on the spot. It's hard. I know. It'd be hard to put a 10 together. Yeah. Like, I never put myself in a list. So I, I'll never, I ne no list on anything ever in life. I never put myself on a list. Um, but even if we, if I did, I, I definitely, like I hear people say that stuff all the time, but a lot of people's top five, if you ask them who they top five, they going to say BJ. Yeah, yeah, fine. You feel fine, me? So fine, like, fine. so like. I've had three people on this show. Yeah. And when this conversation has come up, like your name is always brought up in the conversation. Like, um, yeah, but that's the thing. I don't take offense to. It. I think it's dope. Yeah, I think it's dope when I hate when people take everything offensive because like yeah. it's not rappers. Not, it's, I tell people all the time, rappers and athletes are sensitive. Yeah, you can't be just super do what you sensitive. Do. Like, bro, if you put the, when you did what you did, your number speak for itself. Just and then you like you leave it up for the yeah. argument. That's why. That's why. That's why. But I don't you put left myself. it out there on the court. You, you feel me? That's saying? why I don't put myself in anything. Yeah. Cause like that's yeah. whack. Of course, yeah. I'm gonna take up. I know what I did. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like I don't think I'm. Man, who else? Somebody Stan? asked me about that. Like about the show. Like why you don't do a show for yourself? Like I know what I did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this is about others. Others. You Life know what I'm is about others. Yeah. Like, you know this is about bringing people up here that I've made relationships with or know of, and talking about their career and life and what's going on and and, and how sports. Has transpired and made them better people in life. Like, yeah. Facts. That's what it's about. Facts. And it's from a locker room perspective. Like, we're going to be up here, we drink, we're going to be real. Like, yeah. That's, like, but that's the thing, though. We in an era where real is rare. Like, truth. Nobody tell the truth. Nobody, it, truth hurts, but truth sets you free, man. Facts. You feel me? But, like, no, we in a different era. We in a lot of illusion, man. A lot of. So, man, hold on. Who this last person? I got to think. I said, I said, Daryl. You said Daryl. Stan, Stan, John, Stephon, John. Man, I'm gonna tell you one I like a lot that a lot of people don't really talk about. Brandon Smith from Indian River. Oh, definitely B Smith. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> B Smith up there with John. He was crazy. You feel me? B Smith up there with John. For yeah. he, oh, he old, I, think, I think he older than you. He like five years older than me and yeah, still hooping. Yeah, he was crazy. You feel me? So shout out B Smith, man. Real legend. Real legend. He, that, put B Smith on that list. Cook was tough too. Cook, damn. Cook, Cook mm -hmm. definitely. Like I'm in ninth, I'm in tenth grade when BJ Jenkins and made Cook on the front page. I'm yeah. looking at Cook like, oh, this is what I need to be. Cook. Marquis mm -hmm. Cook is the man. I remember he knocked. I remember my junior year, he knocked us off at Lansdowne when we had Ruel and Mike on that team. Mm -hmm. He went crazy. He went crazy. He J. When J. R. Smith came out here, that's when I was like, "Oh, it's levels. It really yeah. is levels." Yeah. Okay, I need to get in the gym right now and get better. But he hooped. J. R. Smith yeah. on the show, but he hooped. Because I remember that's when because Stefan and them played Oak Hill. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, give me the five best. That you like, you had to guard, or you know, you they guarded you like that. You had to go against. Um, I would say Steph. I would say uh, Stan. I would say uh, that's somebody. Let me get, get in college. Oh, you went just seven five. No, just whoever you guarded. Whoever it could be, it could be college. Uh, Courtney Fortson, man. 
I don't know if y'all know Courtney Fortson. He went to Arkansas. He played in the G League with LA. Little pigeon toe dude. Pigeon toe dude. He's super fast. You know what I mean? Um, it was a dude. It's so many, bro. Top five. It was a dude named Eugene Harvey that went to Seton Hall. He was faster than Stan. Damn. He didn't have a handle like Stan, but he was faster than Stan. It was like um, Keaton Page from Oklahoma State. He ran off screens for 40 minutes. <laughs> didn't stop. He averaged 40 in high school. He ran off the screens nonstop. We're running circles. Like, yo, we had to keep switching on him. Like, yo, bro, I ain't checking this, but you check Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. He, was, he was probably the hardest to really check. Yeah, Real JJ Reddick okay. type stuff. You know what I'm saying? Allen, yeah. But like Stan, see, that's the thing. But Stan wasn't really hard to guard because people don't know this, but me and Stan knew each other since. He was like one of the first people I met when I came here at the base. My dad, my stepdad was in the military. Stan was up there and we just started hooping. So from that day, this was like in sixth, seventh grade. So me and Stan have been playing each other okay. since since middle school. We played each other in the middle school championship. He, they won. Um, and then all the way to high school, but it's kind of seemed like a BJ Stanley thing the whole time. Me and Stan never even really got into that. We just was hooping. And we, um, like I said, we kind of know each other because we've Know every move of each other. Like, I know when Stan do this, he's setting you up for the comeback. Versus not knowing that, and now I'm over here when I didn't know it. Yeah. But I, I done got shook so many times yeah, by it. made a dude fall in the river, man. You know what I'm saying? Jesus. No, he's he is crazy. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? And that's, I think, too, we need to give more respect to people. Like, it ain't just Stanley's walking around like that. You know what I'm nah, saying? Nah, 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 nah. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's no, it's not. And little dude like that, he had bounce. Bounce, shoot. He still do. He still can dunk. Yeah. With bad knees. With bad knees. He getting old. <laughs> Stanley got bars too, though. <laughs> yeah, that's my dog. He know about the music, you know what I mean? Yeah. We used to be at the camp, Jinx. I play yeah. him like, what you think of this, you know what I mean? Yeah. So give me give me your top five rappers. Top five rappers. Ever? Yeah, just your... We got five. That's only five you can listen to. Um, Hove. Big. Nipsey. Drake. Listen, Ross. I could listen to Ross every day. Ross put you in the That's world. high. That's high frequency music. It's not for everybody. Yeah. Real cool, real talking about some real Luxury. shit. Luxury. Yeah, yeah. 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 But that's how we all should be living. We be hating on each other and shit, but we all should be doing that. We all can do it. It's possible. We just don't do it. But then we get mad at the person that do do it. Gotta tap in. You feel me? But yeah, Ross. Shout out Rick Ross, man. Maybach music. <laughs> <laughs> So what uh, what can we expect up and coming with the music thing and like like let people know on you know what you got going on and where can we find the music or yeah, okay. any merch or um I'm on everything um any streaming any streaming platform just type in Jinx J E N K S um got a whole artist page Spotify Apple title got 18 music videos on YouTube page I got a YouTube page Jinx um a short film I shot in China got videos in all different cities um three projects out on everything. Um, next week, I don't know when it's dropping, but August, April 15th, I'm um, dropping Ice Cream Jinx uh, video. It's going to be streaming everywhere. Yeah, this will drop next Friday. So it'll be. Oh, the, yeah. So the, 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 the date, yeah, perfect yeah. timing. Yep. Perfect. Some call it luck. I call it perfect timing. Amen. Okay. <laughs> see, see you're, 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 you're on your feet. But yeah, so, so yeah, by the time you see this, make sure you go check that out, man. We out here shot by Visual E, Fifth Dimension, man. Make sure y'all tap in. I got the shirts, the merch, the Jinx shirts, Fifth Dimension shirts on the way. The whole whole fifth dimension thing gonna be a clothing line, so we gonna really take it over with that. 
Cause you know I mean? yeah. All right, before, before we get out of I get out of here, right? I gotta put you on the spot. First, first MC I had up here. Can I can I get a couple bars? Yeah, shit get crazy when the city get active. Some niggas is blasting and some niggas getting blasted. A lot of families crying, but some niggas just laughing. Man, shit be like a movie, but the action don't be acting. Shit crazy. I was ten, seen a nigga spin the block. That's the first time I ever seen a nigga get shot. Fast forward, present day, cool shit. We in the spot. Come on, man. There you have it, man. The legend himself, Green Run legend, Virginia legend. Worldwide legend about to take over the music thing, man. man. BJ Jenkins, man. No, shout out to you, bro. Keep doing your thing, man. And you know what I mean? Together, like, everybody, man, need to support each other, man. Because together, we more powerful than by ourselves, man. Facts. You feel me? Shot VA all day. You already know. Free heat today, free heat, man. Fifth Dimension, let's go. Let's go.